Hello, and you are welcome for listening to the Packers pregame podcast. Ooh. I am one of your hosts. What was that? Mike, what was what? You said, hello, you are and welcome. I said, you are and welcome? Yeah. All it right, I'll start over. It, did, it sounded like you like spliced two sentences together. Okay. <clears throat> What's the injury? My knee. Go inside the mind of a Greg Jennings. You are now listening to the only Packers podcast you will ever need to hear again. But I'm still. Oh, it's a big throw. The receivers, and that's a touchdown. It's a catch. Oh, good f***ing Green Bay with it. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. What are they talking about when they say Nick? Like, who cares? Now, to your host of the Packers pregame podcast, Mike and Bill. Hello, and you are welcome for listening to the Packers pregame podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Mike, a.k.a. the dude who definitely sides with Hong Kong, even though I have a lot of money tied up in China. So, uh, respect me. Thank you. And with me, I have my co-host, Bill. Yo, 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 yo. What it do? What it do, Bill? Oh, you can call me by my AKA, White Will. White Will. All right, White Will. Uh, so we are going to do a couple of things today. Um, once again, it is, uh, it's our fault that the Packers almost lost to the Lions um, for the fifth time in a row, really. Uh, I, I want to put my hand up. Bill, I, I don't know if you want to say anything to the people. Um, I'm actually I'm going against the stream here, going counterculture. Uh, well. Okay. Not our fault. Not our fault. But we didn't do the Packers pregame. I know that. But here's the thing. Is we would have lost, and we should have lost, but we didn't because of the refs. Therefore, not our fault. Okay, good deal. It's the refs' fault. Yes. Perfect. So um, we'll do a slight, like a little game recap like we normally do. We're going to do a game preview of the upcoming game the Packers have against the Raiders. And then we will do our cheese set of the week. Uh, we'll do our celebrity prediction. We have a good celebrity today, so uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, he's a um, uh, he's a real kick. Uh, so then we have a drinking game, and of course, things to remember if we lose, even though we won't lose because the Packers don't lose, and we do a Packer pregame podcast. I'm a primetime player. I came through when it counted and uh, got my second TV. I got one for my living room now, and one for my bedroom. Bill, anything you want other than, of course, I mean, the refs were the big talk of the game, even though we definitely won that game fair and square. Uh, I don't know if you saw any of the screen grabs that support our side. That's all we need to worry about. Um, yeah, I was, uh, I was <clears throat> doing a little, doing a little research, I guess, after the game, um, and obviously the refs were like, or the. Lions fans and then like all the other were like fans or whatever were all like oh my god like a, this is like the worst call I've ever seen like you know just you know just very very calm rational reactions um sure of and course. then I saw some other stuff and then I, I read I read about um how Bakhtiari I think like even just like a, the play before went up to the ref and was like hey man he's kind of 
put his hands up in my face, so watch for that. So, oh, I think it's, I think it's honestly like it's like it was like it's a bad like bad call, and it's extremely like ticky tack. But I mean, if if someone tells you, hey man, he's doing this, watch for it, and then the ref in you know sees this, and you know obviously this is all happening in real time, you know, hmm, that looks like hands in the face, and then they call it. I mean, it's. It doesn't seem like that crazy to me. So, to me, it sounds like it was a heady play, literally, by, by Bakhtiari. Good. Um, so, the Packers moved to 5-1, and one, and this week we have the Oakland Raiders coming into town, John Gruden and them boys, and Bill, what is, what are one, like, what's one of the things we should be looking for this week? Um, probably the elimination of the Ford Pass. <laughs> okay, so the Packers are good. These are the Packers wide receivers, Bill. These these are the people that are going to be trotting out on the field. Give me the, give me the names. Uh, Jake Kumaro, K-Dog. Okay. Alan, Alan Lazard. Yup. Darius Shepard, who had a big game last week. We know that. We do know that. Oh, Jesus. Ryan Grant. Not that Ryan Grant. Geronimo Allison is officially doubtful. So you can drip drop him off the roster. And then MVS is questionable, which, as you told me earlier, is the new probable. Yeah, so like doubtful is basically out, and questionable is like probable. It's very weird. Okay. I don't understand. That's it. super weird. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't, I, I haven't seen uh, someone try to win a sports event this shorthanded since uh, Jim Abbott. Nice. Is that a bad joke? Can I say that? I mean, I got it. Okay. I thought, I thought, I thought you were gonna. I mean, I was ready to, 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 to just drop it. My team is on the floor, sir. <laughs> it does feel that way. It does feel that way. There was a point against the Lions that every single wide receiver on the field was an undrafted free agent. Um, I think that's still the case. Going into the it, well, yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, and here's the other thing is that. Jimmy Graham has been so bad, you could consider him an undrafted free agent. <laughs> I wish I wish I could undraft him from my team. <laughs> I mean, like, it feels weird to say, especially in, like, week six of 2019, but Mercedes Lewis needs more touches. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, he does need more touches because um, Jimmy Graham may be... The biggest disappointment on the team in the beginning of the year we did the preview right where we said okay who is who's someone that is going to become your new like favorite hated player and i think one of us said jimmy Graham, and that is turning out to be true i bet i'll, I'll just take baseless you know recognition yeah so the other thing that i had written down here bill and you tell me uh if you have any other notes about the game is that um Derek carr is coming to town and so i think we're going to be okay because i don't think that the mascara that he uses uh, is adjustable for the cold, so hopefully it's cold this week and it's like eyes start to stick shut. It's gonna be like sixty. Okay, well, all right, hold on, scratch that but, off. But, but might rain. Ooh, we would have running mascara. All right, yeah, that's big. That's big. Yeah, you don't want that. That's okay. that's not a good luck. What do we need to look for on the other side of the ball? What are we looking to try to stop? Um. Well, so the good thing about the Raiders offense is they also don't have 
any good wide receivers. Um, they also, it's kind of funny, they, they, so they cut Ryan Grant to make room for, um, 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 oh no, who's the, who's our bad punt returner? Or who was Taylor it? Davis? Trevor Davis? Trevor Davis, yeah. They, uh, they cut, yeah, they cut Ryan Grant for, for Trevor Davis, and then we picked up Ryan Grant, so, like, we're basically, like, just swapping, just swapping bad wide receivers. That's fine with me. You know what? Here's the thing about that, Bill, is that when Trevor Davis comes to your team, you're bringing on potential, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you just keep bringing on more and more Trevor Davises, a.k.a. Ryan Grants, a.k.a. whoever the next guy we bring on, Ooh. you're just, like, bringing on more potential, right? So you're just, like, you're just, like, giving us a little bit of hope for something that'll never come to fruition. I'm sure Ryan Grant had a bunch of really big preseason games this year. Maybe. One other thing, Bill, that I know we need to touch on. And I don't know if you saw this. You tell me if you didn't, and I can explain. But uh, no sack celebrations anymore. Ooh. Here's did you see thing. that? I did see that, but here's the thing. Okay. I have some new info. You have new that. info? I have new info. All right. Whew. New info. Ninfo. All right, I'm ready. Bring on the ninfo. Nice. Is that a bad word? No, it's okay. not even a word. Okay. It just sounds bad. Cause it's I feel like weird. I heard it in a song one time. Um, maybe. I I I don't know what kind of music you listen to, but. Urban oh. Dictionary. Hold on. Okay. Stop the press. You keep going. Everything, you keep going. Everything. Nope. Everything has to stop for this. Oh, a ninfo is. Hold. Uh, oh, hold on. So number top top definition is ninfo, someone who's addicted to sex. Second one. No, that's nympho. Second one is a. I understand what you're saying. Second one is a hard. Re- this is Urban Dictionary. Okay, so we let the people decide. The second one is a hard rebuttal of the first one. Nympho doesn't mean anything, least of all someone who is addicted to sex. That word nympho is short for nymphomaniac. Duh. Ninfo is a fake word used by people who can't pronounce nuclear either. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. All right, good. <laughs> good to know. Not a bad word. All right, continue, Bill. You're talking about nuclear? Nucle- nuke- <laughs> nuclear, yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so uh, McFleur had... Uh, it's it, Sorry, this is a random uh, side tangent here, but... I keep seeing people abbreviate his name to MLF. <laughs> and, and all every time I see it, my brain just goes milf. <laughs> if he was a mom, is he a mom? Do we know? Uh, he could be. I don't know. He's married. 2019, dude. I don't know if he's a mom. It might be milf. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think we need to go back to uh, where we feel safe. Uh, the sack celebrations. Yeah. Okay, let's 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 travel on back to the sack <laughs> celebrations. Let's Bill. wander on back. Give me the new. Give me the info. Wander on back to the main road here. <laughs> um, so after, I don't know. I don't remember if it was after the game specifically or like within the couple days after, but um, MLF. Uh, decided that um, the Prestons, or not the Prestons, the Smiths, so Zedarius and Preston, 
Um, they can't do sack celebrations, but because in some situations they were taking too long, so like, you know, they get a sack on a big third down or whatever, and it's like, you know, they're trying to get off the field and get their punt team on or whatnot, and then, you know, there's Z sleeping on the 50-yard line. Yeah, I like that. Um, so anyway, so they went to, I think this was yesterday, they went to um, MLF, and I'm just going to call them that forever now. <laughs> I really hope you do. <laughs> they went to MLF, and uh, they acted one out or, or showed him one they wanted to do, and they got the okay. Okay, that's good, because... That's what I had read too. Was that they were taking too long to celebrate, which is rich coming from MLF. Yeah. Also, that's rich. It's hard. Like, he, like they're taking too long. Ooh. So a little, little spooked over for you. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. What would you What would you do if you were trying to do like a Halloween themed? You just like literally kill someone. Oh, mm, that's not a bad one. Um, can I choose who I get to kill, or like, does it have to be someone there, or, or can you, no, like, or can you do it like the like uh, the ring? Can you even can you even pantomime killing someone in a football game? No, I don't no, think so. Because people get people, that sounds like a yeah. Because yeah, people have done people bad. have done the throat slash and yeah, yeah, that sounds bad. That looks bad. So what what what, what are they like? Spooky ghosts? They just like toss a blanket over someone with like eyes cut out? I'm not sure. Maybe they do like a. Uh, I don't know, maybe like a maybe like a Scooby-Doo thing. Oh, like old zoinks. Well, zoinks. Rut row. Uh, the you could also like do a uh, like you could just be say you know our defense is really scary, so spooked over. Like that. That's that's pretty good. Maybe. Well, okay. So, well, okay. I have an. I want you to. Th- could, do you have one that you would want to do like specifically? Because I have one. I can think of one. I want you to give me yours. Okay. So, because the one you said about, like, Halloween where you kill someone, that made me think. I got the gears turning. Okay. Um, if I would do, like, uh, like a horror movie-themed one, Yeah. I would do one based off the ring, except I would call Dom Capers and tell him he is going to be dead in a week. <laughs> Here, <laughs> what if, like... Don Capers, that like thing on the top of his head that he calls hair is actually just like a living, like a like a living creature. What if it's like and a what if it's like a ratatouille situation? <laughs> that, and it's just like controlling his body. Then we couldn't blame him for the events from 2000 and 2012 to 2017 or 2018. 2012. Well, weren't we good in 2011? Then we have. Oh wait, 2011's defense was bad too. Yeah. 2011 to, to 20 to 2018. Oh, I thought you were going his whole like. I was like, he, he, he was there way before then. He had a good year of defense when we won the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. That's because we had, we had like, I don't know, like a, a Hall of Famer, a potential like All Pro safety, um, you know, Ryan Pickett. Peak Clay Matthews. Um, yeah. AJ Hawk. Oh God. Jared Bush. AKA Blake Martinez. <laughs> so Jared Bush. Okay. <laughs> All right. Then, so that was our segment called it. "Listing Old Packers from the 2010 Super Bowl Team." So <laughs> we're gonna move on to our cheese head of the Is week. Charlie Bigby still playing? 
Or was it Desmond Brooks? No way. <laughs> or Desmond Brooks. Right. No, sorry, Desmond Bishop, not Desmond Brooks. Yeah, yeah, Desmond Bishop. Ooh, that. What a name. That's brutal. MD Jennings. Oh my John God, we have to. Away. We have okay. to stop. We have to stop. We have to stop. I need. This. We need to stop. I'm if we don't, if we don't stop, then we'll do this for a half hour. The. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna move on you to our cheese head. Of, listen. That's right. That's true. Uh, the only person that listens is Sam Shaw. Thanks, Sam. Uh, yeah. Shout <laughs> out Sam. Shout out Sam. Keep cheese head of the week. Alive on his he, dude, he was texting me. He was very mad at you for not doing the podcast, and the Packers were losing. Hey, you He's, know what, Sam? I, Sam, you got my number. Come at me. <laughs> All right, we're gonna move on to the cheese head of the week. Do you really need two? I mean, can I have one? If you come over and watch some movies with me. <laughs> so, uh, she said of the week for I'm people who are new to... I'm 40. People who are new to, to uh, the podcast. Our she said of the week is someone that acted like a real cheesehead in the last weeks. Um, and so, in pre, like the week before, it was, it was Kirk Cousins. Kirk. Um, Kirk Cousins. And uh, so, this week, Bill, who is our cheesehead of the week? Our cheesehead of the week this week is Jan Elway. Ooh, Jan Elway, Super Bowl champion Jan Elway, GM of the Broncos, stick to sports GM of the Broncos, John Elway. So, Bill, you had a, a little like uh, antidote to the John Elway cheese head of the week. Wait, an, uh, about something. Uh, an antidote or an antidote? Wait, I, said, I think I, I think I was supposed to say antidote, but I think I said antidote. I don't think I said that second word correctly, but. I don't, you know what? All right, hold on. We're going to tell people again. It is, uh, it's 4.30 in the morning. So um, you got to give us a break on some of the words. I'm, I'm not great with words at eight in the morning, much less four hours before that. Yeah. So I, I'm preemptively, give me a break on what I just said. Bill, you had a story that's related to our cheese head of the week. Uh, well, um, I, okay, so I, I did see a tweet Oh no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, oh, shoot, I gotta pull it up. It was from. Um, That's okay. I'm no, gonna. No, 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 I'll no. fill here. I'll fill no, no, here. I can fill. I can fill. Okay. I can fill. Damn it. Um, well, you you fill. You're like filling with like um and yeah. So um. Because, because you keep interrupting me. Hey, my bad. Hand up. So, um, Jack Del Rio. Okay. Was on Adam Schefter's podcast. Okay. And he. They were talking about when he was on the Broncos staff. Um, they were scouting Russell Wilson. This is that was that 2012 draft. It's a great question. Okay, that you know what? It doesn't matter. I thought you know, maybe let me find out what draft that I was. I thought Hold you on. would know it off the top of your head, but it's fine. Uh, I'm not very smart. All right, your words. So anyway. <laughs> Del Rio said uh, Russell Wilson came through our building and he was so impressive. He just wasn't tall enough for what John Elway wanted. Loved everything else about him. He just wasn't tall enough? I'm sorry, I found out 2012 draft. Yeah, thank you. Okay, yeah. so just wasn't tall enough, huh? It was not tall enough. So I guess to compensate for that, he drafted a skyscraper. <laughs> what did he draft that year, Bill? I don't even know if he got drafted that year, but it's Brock Osweiler. <laughs> yeah, uh, Joe Flacco, trading for Joe Flacco is, at the time, 
laughable. In retrospect, one of the funniest things you'll see all year. It's like, it's okay, like, to be fair, they didn't really have a great QB situation, and then it's like, okay, Joe Flacco, he's not super great anymore, but he's a vet, and, you know, he could potentially play pretty well for them. And he's tall. Is he tall? Joe Flacco? Yeah. Have you seen him run? He looks like a giraffe. I mean, that's fine, but I just didn't really think of... I guess when I hear Joe Flacco, I don't think, man, tall. Well, if if John Elway brought him on, it's because he's tall. Well, sure, I know that. But He's 6'6". Holy shit, I did not know he was that tall. But um, anyway, I think the point where it became... People were like, oh, this is not going to end well, is... Was it Joe? Oh, shoot, I'm gonna get this wrong now. It was either him or Fangio. I don't remember which. Said Joe Flacco's in his prime. Oh yeah, John Elway said was that. It? John Elway said, "I think I think that Joe Flacco is still in his prime." It's like, woo, what are you looking yeah. at? Um, maybe uh, look away from the TV because I think you're watching some <laughs> old film. That's right. So, all right, John, congratulations uh, on your cheese head of the week. You can come on the pod whenever if you want it. I guess how if anyone Sam if you know John Elway let's try to get him on the pod okay actually I don't want him on the pod too tall uh well, no it's it's it would be it just would be tough to interview a horse you gave him all time no no it's Cobb again it's Randall Cobb again I'm gonna cry no 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 it's Randall Cobb again all right, we're we'll moving on to our celebrity prediction. Ooh. Oh, 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 bleep that out, bleep that out. Our celebrity prediction. <laughs> I do that every time, dude. Our celebrity prediction. I'm just so, I'm taking it out of the rundown right now. Thank you. I appreciate that. So uh, we have every every week we we have the best guest booker in the game. And every week <laughs> we have our very much alive celebrity prediction and so we bring on a celebrity to give us a prediction or give us some insight on the game in the past week we've had paul allen we've had prince uh we had jfk last week we had um what's the guy's first name something graves peter graves yeah him had him on um so we've had a lot (laughs) i I didn't understand what you said so i just decided (laughs) Uh, so we have brought on icons and we usually try to bring them on from people who Living are legends. Yeah, people who are from or around that city. And so this week, like I said, we uh, we got someone who's a real kick. Bill, who's our uh, very much alive, not dead celebrity prediction for this week? Um, our very much alive celebrity predict predictor prediction predictor for this week is uh, predictor is Bruce Lee. But I just before we get to him. Um, I just want to say, when you made the first time you made that kick joke, I thought you were talking about John Elway. <laughs> I thought you were making another horse joke. <laughs> but I see now it was actually Bruce Lee you were talking about. <laughs> it could have, it could have done both. Ew. So, uh, Bruce, thank you for for making time for us. We know you're very busy training and stuff. Uh, and you're, you're out in Oakland, and I know it feels bad that your team is about to leave Oakland and move to Las Vegas. I hope you'll remain a fan. Um, but 
White Will, did you have did you have a question for Mr. Bruce? I did. Um, it's a pretty easy, pretty standard question. Um, I'm just I want to know um, what do you think John Gruden's keys to the game are? I mean, they use for instance kicking to the groin, jacking fingers at the eyes, and things like that. Wow, that's uh, that's a lot of information. Yeah. Well, very interesting. I did not think about it that way. I actually have a follow-up question. What do you think about Mark Davis's haircut? Quality-wise, I mean, I have to admit that it's not quite up to the standard. Yeah, me too. I feel the uh, the exact same way. So, uh, Bill, did you have any other questions for him? Uh, I did not. Okay. Uh, Bruce, would you ever think about going to the same place Mark Davis does to get his haircut? Not really. Yeah, okay. Me too. All right, uh, perfect. Bruce, thank you for coming on. Uh, hopefully next time we can have you in studio. You know, something I'm going to start saying now, Bill, is like in studio. It's like, like pretend we have a studio. Sure. You like that? Yeah, it's good. Cool, all right, perfect. Theater of the mind. We play 16 games in the NFL, man. Time to move on to staple of the program, our drinking game. That's what I'm talking about. Do it up again. We want it so our drinking game is if you are a true Packers fan which Sam you have been thank you so much if you're a true Packers fan and you're doing the drinking game you are the reason that the Packers have been winning football games this year people who do the Packer the Packers drink Packers pregame podcast drinking game are the ones who keep the Packers winning streak and they can they help them continue to win football games. So this drinking game is very important for you to do. Bill, hit them with the disclosure. All right, thank you, Mike. Um, we are the Lavar Ball of drinking games, of podcasts, undefeated, never lost. So the disclaimer is, as always, um, because like Mike said. Uh, true Packer fans here and listeners are true Packer fans uh, also we are masochists Packers masochists so because of that reason um, for the drinking game it's required that you only use the uh, strongest grain alcohols so that means it has to be north of 180 proof no light beer. Yeah, no light beer. Get your get your brown liquors out of here. It's Rider Die White Lightning, all right? It's it's bathtub whiskey. It's the first batch. It's that makes you lose your eyes. <laughs> all right? All right. So, let's get into it. Drink every time that you're reminded by the broadcast that John Gruden was a quarterback coach in Green Bay in the 90s. All right. Do you know that uh, fun fact that that coaching staff was like legit loaded? Yeah, it was. John Gruden, Andy Reid, oh. Steve Grinucci. Wild, wild. Can't believe they only won one Super Bowl. Triggered. <laughs> All right. Drink every time you're reminded that John Gruden is on a good contract. Good contract, Bill contracts double check it one more time what do you think 
let me uh, let me just pull up the numbers here quick. Uh, survey says good contract. All right, good to know. Drink every time that they show the Brett Favre four touchdown game against the Raiders after his dad died. Wow. That was that was the start bill of the de- of the death game. I, 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 you're, are you you're you know you've been gambling a little bit like the rest of us, right? Like the rest of America. A little um, bit. A little bit. It. And so I don't know if you know about the death game, but yeah. if a team, oh, go ahead. I don't know. I was just gonna say I don't know about the death game. So if a team has someone die. Like a, a player, a coach, a coach's family member, a player's family member, and, a, and, and someone that's on the administration, a large booster, if we're talking about college, mm. you immediately bet that team. They just have something, it's called the death game. They have something that's that they got a little boost, a little extra. And the first death game that I can think of in, in my mind, in my conscious memory, is the Brett Favre death game after his dad died. Yeah, that's uh, that's a pretty good one. So stick that in your back pocket a little bit there. Yep. Not only is this a drinking game, it's also a gambling device. Fun. Um, well, I guess it's my turn then, right? I would, yeah, I would say. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Finish your drink every time the Packers trail at any point in the game. Rough. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm putting that in there because I'm confident. Very confident. So I have a question, Bill. Yeah. If is it like every minute? So like, all right. So the Packers trail in the game. I chug my drink and then I look at the. TV and they're still trailing. Do I just go get another drink and chug it? Is it kind of like waterfall? You just keep drinking until the next, until the Packers lead again? You know what, Mike? If that's how you want to play it, you can, but I would, if you're going to do it that way, I would re- recommend playing in maybe a moving ambulance or a hospital bed. <laughs> um, I was just going to do it like any normal person would would uh, would read that and just be like, oh, it, let's say the, the Raiders score a field goal and they go up 3 nothing. Okay, finish your drink. And then, okay, good enough. Yeah, good enough. But appreciate if, the, that. if let's say okay, so let's say let's say the Raiders go up three nothing, Packers get the ball, don't do anything, Raiders score again, you gotta finish your drink again. Okay, I like that. I like that. Nice little in between there. Perfect. Wisconsin save the moderates. Uh drink every time you flinch because when they say Ryan Grant is on the field, you get triggered about the real traitor, the Benedict Arnold Ryan Grant. Do you want to explain that one a little bit for maybe people who don't know? Sure. Uh, do you remember, if you remember, and I'm sure you do, Sam, uh, the Ryan Grant that was a running back for the Green Bay Packers? Well, when that Aaron Rodgers article came out, for some reason, that, that the Benedict, Ryan Benedict Arnold Grant, Benedict Grant, I, I'm just going to call him Benedict Grant from now on, Benedict Grant thought it would be a really good idea to get his name out there and talk about how bad of a leader Aaron Rodgers was. So, um, don't don't worry. This is a this is a different Ryan Grant. It's not Benedict Grant. Do you remember what he said at all? Or? Yeah, I can look it up. There were a few things. Uh, if you want to take the next sure. one. Sure. Um, while we're on the subject of Ryan Grant, uh, drink every time you remember that Ryan Grant is a cop. Oh, Bill, I did not know he was a cop. It's true. Okay, so tell me about that. When when you say he's a cop. Oh, like what is a what is a cop? Yeah. Uh, well, he was a running back at Notre Dame, so he's a cop. Okay. Okay. Um, Ryan Grant said uh, Aaron always had a chip on his shoulder with Mike. Let me find another one. <laughs> Boy, that is some scorched earth right there. Really burned the bridge. Uh, 
Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Maybe something of more substance? That that was a large cancer in the locker room. It wasn't a secret. Um Hold on, hold on. I think I should stop searching Ryan, maybe Grant. Oh here we go. Alright. Here we on. go. The smack and gun right here. Okay, so Ryan Grant only said good things about Aaron Rodgers in this article. Oof. Oh. Okay, hold on. <clears throat> here it is. The reason we the reason we did well was because we weren't looking for Aaron to be a phenomenal leader. Okay. Calling him a bad leader. But that, that doesn't make him a... I don't... Benedict Arnold, dude. Okay, I mean, I, I don't really see that that way, but... Well, okay, well, you know what, Bill? Maybe you should see it my way. I don't know, dude. I'm panicked now. I'm going to move on. I am in a bad place. I, I'm in a bad place. I'm, I just associated that article with Ryan Grant. I didn't mean to. I don't know why. I meant to, actually. I don't know why either. So uh, I'm going to move on to my next one. Uh, drink every time the announcer reminds you that the Packers have four undrafted free agents at wide receiver. Ooh, which I also hope is, is factually correct. Uh, I'm pretty sure it is. Well, I'm in a bad spot, man. Jake Kumaro didn't get drafted. Uh, Lazard didn't get drafted. Shepard didn't get drafted. Allison didn't get drafted. Yep. Yeah, Allison. Did Ryan Grant get drafted? Um, I have no idea, but I don't think he really. I don't think he's included in that. He. I'm pretty sure he did. He was drafted in the fifth round by the Washington racial slurs. Mm. So, um, okay. So yeah, when drink every time that the announcer reminds you that. All right, I'm gonna get the energy back up. I'm back. I'm back. Okay, good. Uh, take a drink if you know your birthday, because Mark Davis doesn't know his. Yeah. So Bill was explaining this to me. Mark Davis doesn't have a year he was born in. He might be like 60. He might be 61. We don't know. Yeah. Um, I think it's yeah. So I was looking up. Uh, I was on his Wikipedia page, and I was looking up something I don't really remember what and then I see off to the side um, you know because it's it, on Wikipedia it's got their picture and they're you know where were they born what year what day what month all that you know pretty pretty boilerplate stuff there but then I see Mark Davis born in um, South Carolina in a town that I don't remember not that it's important and then I just see the year listed, and it's either 1954 or 1955. <laughs> they just don't. We're not sure. They, I mean, it's one thing to be like, "Yep, he's definitively born this year." Eh, they've they, they got it within two. Yeah. They ballparked it. <laughs> that is uh. When you know what? So, how, so so when does he get his social security? Because he's 63 then or 62. When he starts drawing social security, how did that? We got problems. Oh, he's double dipping for sure. He's poor as hell. This <laughs> he needs it. That's right. Yeah. So <laughs> I want to make start a GoFundMe so that when Mark uh, when Mark Davis dies, we can um, we can carbon date him like an old tree and see how old he really is. We'll find out he's like Methuselah or some shit like that. I know he's actually like 75. Yeah. I mean, he, he looks it. Right. 
So limit yourself to a sip and really like to a sip every time Aaron Rodgers has a clean pocket because we could actually be facing Khalil Mack if Mark Davis wasn't broke as hell. Yeah. And uh, you know what? On top of that, every single time that we get an interception or bat a ball down, remember that Amari Cooper could be going for 200 against us again. But, you know, Mark Davis broke as hell. Well, yeah, but luckily he already did do that against us like two weeks ago. Oh, that's true. That's true. All right. Any last words on the drinking game, Bill? Uh, drink up. What was the injury? My knee. All right, things to remember if we lose, even though we won't lose because this is the Packers pregame podcast, so since we did it, we'll win. Bill. Starting them off. Oakland is home to more than 300 restaurants, but Mark Davis only eats at BFJs. That's a good point. The man, the, wait, do we have this on here somewhere? Okay, I won't say that. The man only eats P.F. Chang's. Now, I don't blame him. P.F. Chang's is great. Do you like P.F. Chang's, Bill? Never had it. Okay, well, it's good. They have these like these like lettuce tacos, I think they're called. I don't know what they're called. And it's good. But I'm going to eat it like once a year. Mark D- it sounds like Mark Davis eats it like three times a day. Yeah, I don't know how often he goes. Um, but he, he, only, he only goes to P.F. Chang's. And he, only, and he goes to the same P.F. Chang's, and he sits in the same spot in that P.F. Chang's. If I was a Oakland fan, an Oakland fan, okay, what I would do is I would petition Mark Davis to take his money, sell the Raiders, and buy the P.F. Chang's. Be like, bro, that's what you really love. It's a pretty good idea. Yeah, I, if that's what I would what do. If, so, another... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, what if he took all his money... And just made like the world's biggest BF Changs. It would what if all his money combined, it would be it, he would only get one PF Chang, so it's normal size because he's broke his What up. if he turned the Coliseum into a PF Changs when they leave? I like that. A little parting gift for the city. <laughs> you don't have they a team anymore. <laughs> Here's a PF Changs in a baseball stadium and that's it. Bye. <laughs> See ya. Vegas baby, let's go. The PF Changs would have the baseball dirt on the floor. Mm. Oh, actually, I just thought of something. It's good that the Raiders... Do you think... Actually, here's a pet theory. The only reason the Raiders are moving to Mark Davis... The only reason the Raiders are moving to Las Vegas is so Mark Davis can act, can gamble and, and get more money and increase his net worth. I like. Th- I do like that. Do you think he'd gamble against his own team? Uh, Yeah, but he probably wouldn't know what he's doing it. <laughs> just, <laughs> we'd let him go for that. All right, uh, another thing to remember, if we lose, even though we won't, because we're doing the Packers Free Game Podcast. We aren't leaving our city, so we're not traitors. You know what? I should have saved my Benedict Arnold take for this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm shook up about it. I'm going to leave it in there, but I'm shook up about it. It's funny. All right, Bill, yours? Uh, Our most famous author isn't a socialist. Explain that. Uh, Jack London tried to run as a mayor on the socialist ticket. We've talked about this before that Green Bay isn't socialist, but they're socialist about their football team. Right? Have we talked about this? Because um, everyone contributes. I don't think we've explicitly talked about it. Okay. But as a collective, we're socialists for the Packers, but as individuals, we're not. So, uh, yeah, our most famous author isn't a socialist. So, have fun. Uh, Remember this, that we 
the Packers beat the Raiders in the game that counts, uh, Super Bowl two. It's true. Beat John Madden. Did we really? Yes. Yes, we did. A little fun fact for you. I guess I didn't realize he was the coach back then. I am pretty sure, but now I'm nervous. I'm going to go look it up. Oh, no. <laughs> you keep going. All right. Uh, while Mike's looking, researching something that he just prays is not wrong again, um, at least we didn't create the wave. So, I'm wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> I just stop saying things I don't know. Who's the coach? I don't want to talk about it. Who's the coach? <laughs> I don't want to, dude, don't make me do this. Just, well, you, you just looked it up. John, John Rauch. Okay, I don't R-A-U-C-H. Know. Okay. Man, why did I think it was John Madden? I have no idea. I mean, you got the, na- the first name right. I am broke, dude. He won a Super Bowl as the head coach of the Oakland Raiders. Okay, that's what happened. All right, my hand, we're good. I feel yeah, better. Yeah, I mean, I All knew right. that, but that was like, this, that was like in the 80s. Yeah, I don't know anything about sports. Why am I even on a sports podcast? I know nothing about sports. <laughs> I, so, uh, things remember we lose, not a single Green Bay Packers owner, and there are a lot of them, has a haircut as bad as Mark Davis's. Also, we ain't that broke. It's true. Yeah, the, the haircut... While not good, at least Packer fans know when to come home. They look in the mirror and they say, okay, this looks bad. My, I'm getting close to the Mark Davis haircut, so they just shave it all off. Yeah. Um, on the subject of haircuts, um, at least none of our owners fly 400 miles to get a shitty haircut, unless your name's Scott Walker. So, <laughs> so Bill, I think that I read that he drives 400 miles. Oh, that's right. It's even worse. Yo, that's right. He drives a minivan like he 400 drives, miles. He drives, his, he drives his, like, 1997 Dodge Caravan. It's like a conversion van. It's got the bubble top <laughs> with a VCR player in it. It's like, it's like one of those ones you see, like, only going to airports. Yeah, yeah. Just shuttling. Here's the quote. Mark Davis pilots this machine from his East Bay home to the nearest P.F. Chang's where he sits to the left on the bar, same spot like you had said, and then he drives 400 miles <laughs> to get his hair cut. 400 miles. Where to Do you know how far that is? That is like seven hours. At least. That is just where. Fascinating. Where is he driving to, does it say? Uh, yeah, I'm going to knock this one out, and then I will go and look. Okay. So, at least our coach isn't on a good 10-year, $100 million contract. Yeah. So, wait. Is that, like, it's good that our coach isn't on a good contract, or our coach is not up? Well, I'm going to let you decide that. Okay. (laughs) You know what? Reader's choice. Yeah, so you do what you want. Choose your it. own adventure. Yes, that's right. Um, so another fun fact about Oakland, their city has hundreds of secret staircases, um, and they're actually all built by people just trying to get the f*** open. <laughs> they just can't find their way out. <laughs> Where's the surface? So, 
I'll go back here. I can't find out where he's driving to. I'm sorry. Okay. It's yeah. He can't give away the name of where he gets that haircut because then everyone else would want to go there. Oh, naturally. So, uh, even though Al Davis died in 2011, the city of Oakland, according to Matador Network, if you know, link in the description, uh, is still inhabited by thousands of gnomes hiding out at utility poles. So at least we don't have that going on. That's true. That would be bad. Um, we just have the one gnome, gnome Chomsky. Gnoming it. No. <laughs> uh, we did not try to kill the whole country with the plague. Okay, so... Bill, do you remember why you wrote this down? Um, yeah, because they tried to kill the whole country with a plague. I didn't really, yes, get, the, so I didn't it, really get the full story from you. So, so in the nineteen in the early nineteen hundreds, the the plague was running rampant around outside of America. But Oakland is what has like these big ports where ships come in, and Oakland only gave sixty thousand dollars. Of, of the city's money to like, hey, we should like try to check and see if like anyone's bringing the plague over. And they, like I said, they only gave them like $60,000 out of their budget. And the plague ran rampant through Oakland for like 50 years. Hmm. So they tried to take out America. Wow. Uh, our city uh, inhabitants, is that how you say that? I'm getting tired, I'm, I'm in a bad spot. The people, the people who in, in, the people who live in our city respect the dead, unlike those in Oakland. So, Would you like to clarify what that means? Yeah, I was waiting for you to ask me. Uh, thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Um, so, on multiple websites, and Bill, I'm sure you saw this too. When we were doing our research on the city of Oakland, multiple websites said the best place to picnic in the city is at a cemetery. Sorry, I was mid yawn. Yeah, yeah. So I, that's why I didn't react to what you said. Do you want me to say it again? We don't have to. We can just leave it dead, just like the cemetery. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> All right, your last one. Okay, I think we're gonna just finally just, just uh, nail the dismount here. Uh, we usually have better facts, but apparently Oakland is so bad. This is all we can come up with. Yeah, we usually do have better facts, but it, we sat and looked at, at facts for Oakland for like a half hour. Couldn't find anything. Oh, I got... The, you know how many websites I looked at, Mike? I went to the second page of Google. What? Yeah. I haven't been to the second page of Google in 10 years. It's so much worse than the first page of Google. It looks like Bing. It doesn't even look like... I mean, it's just like... It's like the first page, okay. Like, if you don't find it on the first page, you're like, well, probably doesn't exist. And I was like, you know what? It's been a while. I'll check out page two. I'm like, I get to page two, and it's like, this stuff isn't even what I wanted. Mark Davis looks like the second page of Google, I would bet. Oh, it's a good looks like. Like, yeah, the, 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 Mark Davis looks like the physical embodiment of the second page of Google. Wow. That's it. That is the uh, the Packers pregame podcast. You are welcome for listening. Uh, White Will, you got anything else for us before we uh, sign off? Uh, I will be in attendance at this game. Oh. So, uh, look for your boy 